Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This week in PlayStation, we're talking about Janet's dwindling fantasy critic league lead. Uh, it's our first week with the PlayStation Portal, and it's been 10 years of the PS4. We'll talk about all this and more because this is PSI Love You XOXO. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. That's Blessing. That's Janet. And I'm soon to be your fantasy critic champion of 2023. Because yeah. I'm amazing, ladies Ooh. and gentlemen. I'm Greg Miller. I'm Greg Miller. You had to cheat and grab an Xbox. I didn't cheat. Um, I didn't cheat. stamp this for when Greg loses and then play it as I sit there. Ladies and gentlemen, you can try to stand in our way. The Gregites. But we're coming to your house. We're taking good. what we want. We're winning Fantasy Critic, all right? <laughs> Nothing stops this train blessing. Get on board or get out of the way is what I say. If I saw somebody with a shirt on that said, I'm a Greg, <laughs> I'd, I'd be so scared of that person. I'm like, that doesn't sound like a sanctioned religion. Barrett's got it up, ladies and gentlemen. All right? That's, per, that's projected, Barrett. Things change. I'm just saying, just keep that in mind, Greg. I'm, I, am, I am keeping it in mind. Right now, what if gives you, you so much confidence? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Grand Blue Fantasy versus oh, okay. that sounds like a goofy ass game. Fighting people are going to eat up. I'm, I'm going to be fine. I'm going to be fine. You think that game is going to score in 83? Because that's at this moment. I need 13 of points to beat Jana Garcia right now. If Super Mario RPG score stands, and then yours was the other one. What was it? Tactica. Tactica. Yeah. The points stand there. I just need 13 points to beat Janet. And I am riding them all on Grand Blue Fantasy versus. Which the last entry in that got a 77, by the way. And I, but I the previews it. people did on it were like, hey, I'm a big fighting Guess dork, what? and this seems pretty Guess good. Guess what else had good previews? Tactica. What do you mean and fighting dork? I think did a 78, so. The fighting game community I defined there as a you dork. Go. You know there what I mean? Go. <laughs> <laughs> am I we're, there, we're there in the beginning, and then you looped it back to yeah. dork in the end. Um, Bless, you're, you got your hand on the fighting pulse. Do yeah, but I've never, I, I honestly did not know this game was coming out. Um, and so, yeah, I think it is the fighting dorks. Like, you know, there's the fighting game community, and then the, there are the dorks that are looking forward to Grand Blue <laughs> Fantasy Versus. Now, will I pick this up when it comes out? Probably. I want to check it out. I watched the trailer. The trailer looks kind of cool. Yeah. Um, but it's so under my radar that I'm like, is it going to be good? Like, is it gonna- I don't know. It's a big gamble. And, like, what I want everybody to know is it came down to Grand Blue Fantasy Versus Rising or Bluey the video game. Mm-hmm. And so Bluey the video game is imminent. It's out on Friday. I don't have a review copy. I know nothing about Bluey the video game. I'm very upset about it. I want to obviously play it with Ben. How upset will you be once Bluey comes out and it's a 95? I was going to say, if Bluey comes out and gets an 84 and Grand Blue comes out and does an 80, I'll be so mad. (laughs) I will be so mad. But it was like Grand Blue had previews. You know what Mm. I mean? Where I was like, okay, hey, this is a pretty good fighting game. I'm enjoying myself. And there were some like, oh, I could have done this. And then Bluey has nothing. Bluey has one trailer. And it like the developer who made it isn't like, They've made oh all the awesome kids games before, so I'm like, and who knows if he, if it even gets like an open critic page or anything like that, you know? Yeah, 
Are there enough people out there reviewing Bluey? I will say. I think. I mean, you're a fool not to. I was very excited to do a lot of Bluey coverage because Bluey will kill on on views. But I am annoyed that you picked a game that comes out like December fifteenth. I know we're locked in. I have to wait forever to get the results of this now. How am I supposed to kick back for the holidays with this hangover? <laughs> I know what you're thinking. Uh, well, like the holidays aren't till late. Yeah, I like to. It's the whole month, okay? That whole December is supposed to be. When you're putting tinsel on time. your tree on the eighth, you're gonna be like, "But what if Greg was right about Grand Blue Fantasy versus?" Yeah. You know well, what I mean? honestly, it's in God's hands now. Um, don't disappoint me again. And then also, I do have the weird thing of Kerbal Space Program. Yeah, you should lose. Oh, a lot yeah. of if they that. were to push that out, manually, mm. manually enter that. Do you think there's a pro- there's a chance they put out Kerbal Space Program too? Ah, you know, Dude, that, that is the kind of game the that I can see. Kerbal fucking dorks, they could do whatever they want. Yeah, Game Awards is oh, out today. PC Moon. Oh, you know I can mean, a lot of space thing. in this game. But that'd be awesome if like Grand Blue got me, you know, the nine points, but yeah. then Kerbal came out and also shit the bed. Her- yeah, Kerbal got sixty <laughs> and we fucking <laughs> lost ten points on it. Be fantastic. I'd be all about that. Last case, Benedict Fox. We'll find out, everybody. Of course, Blessing's been out of the running for months. Doesn't have to yeah. worry about anything. It's I mean, just been a me and Janet risk. If I knew we could Blessing like fell to the wayside we could trade though. favors for Starfield, maybe I would have like I don't know, washed Gary with his car or something for that game. <laughs> it's a trade, right? It's a trade. It That's, was a trade. Uh, I, that feels not in the spirit of the game. You know, uh, I think it's very is that much. within the spirit of the rules. Collusion. What the do you mean? spirit you make of the, the rules. rules. You're the commissioner. Yeah, you approve honestly, the trade. I was caught yeah. off guard because I was in the middle of a live reaction to like Gamescom or some shit, and I get a text from Greg being like, "Hey, press the button in the in the fantasy <laughs> critic," and I was like, "Whatever," and I do it, and then I realize what happened, and I. I realized that you get $150 from Gary Witta in the thing and Gary Witta has no idea what the money does. And so he's like, yeah, I'll take the $50. Cause he thinks that's going to lead to a win for him. Meanwhile, he's not picked up one game. Gary Witta has like five games on his roster, which is crazy because I'm pretty sure he's still beating Paris who has that thing filled out. <laughs> which is really funny. Yeah. No, I think Gary's at the, I think Gary's I think Paris did finally surpass him. Yeah. At this point. All I'm saying again, sub me in for Witta next year. Give them, at yeah, we, need, we definitely whole. need a sub for Wida. Wida is just tapped out Tim after Barrett, the first I, I did, I did get a message on Twitter that was somebody being like, hey, why don't, uh, to like stop the collusion between Barrett and the X-Cast, because Barrett loves to partner with the X-Cast, why don't we have a third team that is Barrett, Tim, Andy? Mm. And then that can be the Gamescast team, right? Maybe the kind of funny games team. Fair enough. That we actually have some competition, because X-Cast is even trying. here's the level of collusion. I'm giving them good advice on things to pick up, and then they don't listen to me. So that's the level of collusion going on in Xcast. I feel like a nine person. Do you never you forget your? No, nah, I was I was <laughs> I was wondering if I did. I'm I'm good. Okay. I feel like a nine person fantasy critic could be lit. I feel like yeah, that yeah, could yeah, be the sure. way to go. Maybe so, that's the time I finally lose. You know, who knows? Uh, well, again, because you'll lose this year, of course. Kindoffunny.com slash KF League 2023. If you want to see me steamroll Janet, how much? How? What if Graham Blue Fantasy is another game of the year contender? You know what I mean? Ninety-five. Five why not? Oh do my it. god! I hope so. Uh, it is sitting, sitting at a really sweet spot where it's like eighty-three is not ridiculous, but yeah. it is a little higher than it did before. So yeah. I don't know. It's gonna be. It, it will come down to the wire. So it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be an exciting one. Keep track over at kindoffunny.com slash. KF League 2023. I digress, though, of course. Uh, this is PSL of you. You can watch us record it live over on patreon.com slash kind of funny. There you can get it ad free and get dozens of monthly episodes of exclusive content. If you have no bucks to toss our way, support us on the Epic Game Store, Fortnite, Rocket League, or Fall Guys with the creator code kind of funny. You can get PSI Love You XOXO for free with ads and without the exclusive content over on youtube.com slash kind of funny games and podcast services around the globe each and every weekday nope that's that's games daily each and every friday is our show i uh, think our patreon producers jackson hampton delaney twining today we're brought to you by better help well, let's start with the psn message from you 
Pico writes in to kindoffunny.com slash P-S-I-L-Y, just like you can and says, I find myself in situations where remote play is more than necessary, but I struggle to enjoy the backbone due to it feeling too much like the Switch. I cannot stand when I get my cross and circle buttons confused while also getting tripped up on the on-screen button inputs. Does the PlayStation Portal feel undeniably like a PS5 experience? We have had the PlayStation Portal for one week. When I say we, I mean me and Blessing. I'm sorry, Janet. Blessing. How was it? Greg, you got to sound off on uh, Games Day, or the Games Cast, Games where you guys Cast, did yeah. a, a portal review of it, of course. Great job. Thank Enjoyed you. myself quite a bit. You said four out of five. Yes. I was, I was caught off guard by your score because you have been not the one poo-pooing portal, but you mm-hmm. have been the one being like, eh, it's not yeah. really for me. Yeah. I, I, thought, I always thought it was like a cool idea or a cool thing, right? But like, it's such a niche and specific di- device for a specific kind of person. And I would describe that person as a Greg Miller Hi. who like already uses remote play. And I'm like, why? I'm somebody who's like, why would you make this like all right cool like i'll use it and when you get your hands on it when you actually use it and you find that um that use case for it i really had a fun time with it i really enjoyed myself and granted like i'm somebody who doesn't have the best internet so like i could have even gotten a better experience out of it if the wi-fi in my home was way better but i would also say that like you know there's a lot of people out there that are like me that don't have the best wi-fi right and so i know I, i like i fit that specific use case too of like hey like if you have internet that's you know Decent through Ethernet, all right through Wi-Fi sometimes, great through Wi-Fi other times, not bad other times. Like, you know, that's the kind of life that I live. But when I'm playing my um, uh, my PlayStation Portal in the office, let me tell you, it's been a fantastic time. Like, I've actually been enjoying it quite a bit. And so, yeah, that's, like, that's kind of how I land on that 4 out of 5. Uh, I'm right there with you. I would score it a 4 out of 5 as well. Uh, I, of course, missed the games cast for business. Uh, but having had all this time with it throughout this week and playing it, like... It is a four out of five. It is a great experience. It is it. Does it does PlayStation four feel? I'm sorry. Does the PlayStation portal feel undeniably like a PS five experience? Yes. One thousand percent. You said it so poignantly. I thought in the games cast review, but to echo it like last night when I was playing it in bed, right? There was a moment of like, oh, right. Yeah, this is this is streaming. Yeah, like you, you do it. You get so lost in the sauce of what you're playing. It's like, oh, right. This isn't a switch. This isn't everything built in. And maybe I did remember that because there was a second of a hitch or I got the little, you know, warning uh, exclamation mark in the triangle kind of thing. But it's exactly what I wanted out of a remote play device, even if I didn't know that. I was very happy with the backbone. I was thrilled with the backbone, especially the PlayStation version of the backbone, right? But having the bigger screen, not feeling like I'm squinting at something, having the dual sense uh, controller built around the screen, like I'm in love with the device. Why mm-hmm. is it a four out of five instead of a five out of five? All the reasons you've heard everybody else say, it's stupid this thing doesn't have Bluetooth. Crazy. I don't understand. I'm sure it's a money thing, but even when you guys were talking about it, like on the Gamescast, right? And it's the fact that, of course, the earbuds I have from PlayStation work through PlayStation Link, but then I can link them to my phone via Bluetooth. So it's like, yeah. okay, so just the portal doesn't have Bluetooth? or in Would that have cost that much more to put in this device? Like, why are we doing this? Yeah, it's a, it's such an odd thing because... If you don't like, I mean, the portal doesn't come with the PlayStation Pulse earbuds, right? Like yeah. you have to pay an additional $200 for yeah. the earbuds. And yeah. so most people aren't going to get the earbuds with the portal. If I had to assume, 
Um, and so if you're just getting the portal, yeah, your only options for sound are either go through the PlayStation portal speaker, which I'm sure plenty of people are going to do, but it's not the best thing, right? Like but it the, wouldn't benefit me in my use case of, you know, Jen's trying to go to sleep, but want, you know, she likes, yeah. she's like, get your, get your ass in bed and sleep next, you know, while I fall asleep, so you know, like wake me up doing <laughs> a stuff. Yeah. Like she's got the, it's, she's like a cartoon wife with the rollers in her hair and the robe. She's yeah. got a frying pan. Like, Plus, stop like playing if, your games. if you care about audio quality, like you probably don't want to play through the speakers, right? Like yeah. you probably want to have some kind of, um, ear, earbuds or headphones or whatever so like there's that and yeah there's also the other thing of like i don't know like if you you have to use a wired um earbud if yeah. you want to like get the earbud experience and that's like that feels such like like such an arch archaic um solution 100%. right like nowadays who is rocking wired earbuds i'm one of the few like i do have <laughs> have the wired ones but even the wired ones that i have aren't um 3.5 millimeter head jacks they are oh really no yeah they're usb-c Oh, yeah. interesting. Okay. Like, I mean, I have a Samsung, uh, like a modern Galaxy uh, phone. And so it doesn't have a headphone jack, just like the iPhones don't have gotcha, a headphone gotcha. jack. And so I have to listen to my music via a USB-C like wired thing, if, unless I wanted to like buy an ex more expensive um, Bluetooth earbuds. Right. And so sure. like we're just in a we're in a place, I think across the board where people are less and less people just have access to like, it's a that thing of, you know, thing. you guys had a very interesting discussion on the games cash that I thought was kind of quaint and funny of like, the parents who are going to buy this, the grandma who's going to buy it and not understand that it's, and I'm like, I don't mm -hmm. think, I don't see any, my grandmother or what my, my mom, you know, like walking in there back in the day, I should say for my mom, right? She's not walking in there getting any of this shit now, but mm -hmm. walking in there and be like, Oh, I'm buying the portal, which is a handheld PS five. Like, I feel like this is such a niche thing that you're asking for. You're putting on your Christmas list, but I could easily see it being that, you oh the thing that does remote play that connects to my PlayStation you know all that yeah. information but you get it home and you try to sync your yeah, like Bluetooth. certainly it uses Bluetooth like why the fuck would in twenty in the this year of our Lord twenty twenty three would this device not use Bluetooth like that's yeah. such a or weird even thing. being like I this I'm not tested but like I have my um, PlayStation Pulse headphones at home which are like the over the ear ones yeah. like the the V one ones because I know they're making new ones too um, I don't think those work with these either like unless no. the yeah. new ones are gonna have the built in Pulse thing. To your thing of we haven't tried it, maybe it would work. That, no, that wouldn't work because you. Like, I think the away. I think the one thing that would work would be if you're using your OG PlayStation Pulse yeah. and connected it to your PS5. Yeah, if you had your Pulse headset, if you had your PlayStation headset on, or I guess any wireless one that uses a dongle. Yeah. Theoretically, the dongle would still be sending the sound to that. But, but that's the problem only... would be if you're two stories away or in your same house, that's exactly. not exactly like even if you're in the, a different room. Like yeah. if you're enough distance away, then that's not even gonna work. And yeah. so I think that all that stuff is weird. Um. I, I know this, I mean, this isn't like a, this doesn't pertain to the review of the hardware itself, more so just like the luxury of it. I would love a case for this thing. Did That's, you see my tweet yesterday? No. Oh, actually I did. Waterfield you, you Designs, the, the people who use, who have made every handheld case I've had since the Vita and the backpack I love, they put out a, a thing of like, hey, we're making a PlayStation Portal case. What do you want? Like a survey to go through and do. I was, I was happy to see yeah, that. At, at SF Bags on Twitter. And I hate, I hate carrying it back and forth. <laughs> I, I We've talked about this probably, but like I hate carrying it back and forth from home and work because it feels fragile in the way that like it's mostly screen and it's also a heavy thing because it is the dual sense controller and so like i'm so afraid to drop it at any moment because i yeah. feel like if i the first time i drop this thing it's done i'm, I'm scared of it i really i really want a case for this thing asap yeah uh, i'm hoping uh, sf bags has it soon and then i'm also thinking like i've been taking it back and forth right now in the lead up to this show once we're done here I think for the most part, I'm going to be able to leave it at home and uh -huh. not carry it with me back and forth to work or whatever. Yeah. I'm okay. leaving mine at work. Like, I think that's how I'm Ooh. doing it. Where when I'm at home, I can just play on my PS5, but when I'm at work, I get better internet connection here. Sure. And so like the idea of laying down on the couches in the yeah. office and just playing like that, it's, it's great. 
Like I've been I've been getting so much Sea of Stars progress that way. Yeah, so. yeah, for sure. I was playing that a little bit last night before I jumped back to Dead Island. I'm working on it. I'm oh, doing yeah. it. I'm living the life. Uh, you know, for my thoughts on it, uh, outside of what everybody else has talked about or whatever, as somebody who has it sunk to the multiple PlayStations, I, I was impressed by how easy it is to jump between which PlayStation you're connected to, right? Like in the system, you're able to jump and do it. I thought setting it up using the PlayStation app was super simple as well. Uh, I saw friends now that it's in public uh, talking about it, but I haven't seen any of the reviews. Like, I'm a dork, but I love the actual portal on it. Like the way it spins yeah. like a Doctor Strange portal yeah. and expands out to be in the, and it's already up and running. It's not doing like the like the backbone, you know, had a little screen of it connecting or whatever. This is like, okay, cool. We've already started it. Let's get you straight into your PlayStation 5. Mm -hmm. That's been nice about it. Handheld's great. Uh, I haven't had a problem with battery life. I know it's been a big concern for a lot of people. Uh, you know, I did a, a pretty intense day on and off again of doing it. You know, again, the, the, the weird use cases for us and how we uh, use this kind of hardware of we just did a <coughs> KFW double header and I record those matches ahead of time now, right? I don't wash them. So me and Mike react live, but it was in the past. I've set up a capture bay, start the match, which can go, you know, anywhere between five and 20 minutes, depending on what you're doing. And then what I've done before is set up my phone, FaceTime Joey's phone, and then go back to my desk with Joey's phone so that I can see when the match is over to go clip, stop and start the next match or whatever. Mm -hmm. It was very nice to start it, walk away and control it all through portal of like, okay, I'm, making that happen over there. I'm, I'm able to build this while at my desk doing real work and stuff like that. One, one thing that um, I saw going around, and I'm so curious on how this is going to um, come into our use case, is when you're connecting to Wi-Fi at like an airport or a hotel, yeah. it doesn't have a browser option so yep. that you can log in through the browser. And yep. I think that's such, that's such a big oversight. Huge miss. Because for us, like, and I'm sure for people who, anybody who has a portal, right? Like if you're going to use it for travel, if you're staying at a hotel, which is most people doing that for travel, you're likely going to have to log in through a browser to use the Wi-Fi. And so that means that most likely you're not going to be able to use this at a hotel. You have to imagine an update's coming for that. I'm going to speak out of school on this one out of turn. I forget if it, it wasn't the Switch, so maybe it was a DS before that. And maybe it was a I think PlayStation. The Switch did have this problem, if I remember correctly. Okay, it was. I remember yeah. that I've had it with consoles at hotels before and they eventually get firmware patched in yeah so the hope would be that playstation sees that as a use case now and enough people are vocal about it because of course so many are doing it. i've been shocked of you know playing at work and using my work playstation 5 for it right but then also for testing or because the game's only on my home unit doing it from work to the playstation 5 at home and how great it still runs like i'm yeah. still like oh my god this actually is the exact same experience as streaming to the one that's here what kind of games are you playing uh, well, yeah, Dead Isle. I've gotten I've gone around the block on it, right? Uh, it, regardless of where I've played them, whether it be in the same building or beaming it to that, I've done Dead Island Two. I've done Sea of Stars. I've done um, uh, Janet. What's the nominated one for change that the you told me? The Unbound. That's the one. I started that up. Okay. Uh, I did Rocket League. I did Rocket League because I wanted to show Ben uh, Lightning McQueen, and I won oh. the match. So hey, I got that oh, going yeah. for me. Yeah, you know what I mean. You play online or against bots on easy? No, I was online. Oh, yeah, yeah. Good for you. And it was that thing where it's like, oh, you've already played a bunch. So, you know, it wasn't like I was brand new because I still have the same progress or whatever. Um, I've run through a gambit of things. Robocop, I guess, for a little bit I was screwing around with. Uh, I started up Alan Wake, which is not working. Alan Wake, to get to the Mind Palace, you hit the touchpad and it does not register. That's a oh. in-game Alan Wake problem. That's an Alan Wake problem, yeah. not a thing. Played a bunch of Diablo. That was my other test where I was like, I started with Diablo. I've played a bunch of Diablo. And then when I heard about the Alan Wake thing, I tried. I'm like, oh, motherfucker. Yeah, it doesn't work. And then when yeah, because Alan Wake, I feel like you have to press like a certain part of the touchpad or something when you want to go. To I the think mind to place. close it, they want you to click the right part of the touchpad. Okay, well, but uh, just to to get into the mind place, it's the right 
part of the touchpad, and to get to the map is the left part of the touchpad. Gotcha. Yeah. But I also None remember of that was working. And again, I didn't know if this was my, my like a, like a me specific thing. I swear I would like click the touchpad and nothing would happen, and then I'll like maybe hold like a certain part of it for a second, and finally it would register what I wanted to do. Like I just had weird touchpad stuff with that game. Yeah, and it was never like. You know, and it was never oh, so you're talking about not even in Portal, just not in even general. no, just in Alan Wake 2 in general. Got so it, I could it. see like Portal because the way the touchpad works on the Portal is it's part of the touch screen, yeah. And so, like, you hit the touch screen and it brings up the touchpad and you hit it, and like that's how it registers. Um, I could see, yeah, like if Alan Wake 2, the way it's designed, if it wants you to either hold it or like press a specific part of the touchpad, maybe the Portal isn't like doesn't have that specific feature integrated, um, as well, which is interesting. Like, I would have thought that they would have uh, figured that out, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I've played. A bunch of stuff on it and granted i'm not playing fighting games i'm not playing something you know i'm, I'm worried about the actual frames of it or whatever but mm -hmm. i haven't had uh problems i mean i've had the usual remote play problems of like like last night with dead rising right like i have a era wi-fi extender in the room that is usually great but every so often yeah you know it'll do the thing where it starts like D -d 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 -d. i'm like okay mm -hmm. i'm just like in dead uh, dead island 2 i'm just like spamming the attack button like if something is in front of me let's just get it because you can't pause because it's like multiplayer or whatever like there's that version of it and that but for the most part it's been great it's been fine it's been interesting again for me who used remote play so much before this let alone now the misconceptions the things people didn't know about it and then like the questions i keep that keep coming up of like well how do you think it and i'm like just try it try it yeah. right now <laughs> you can yeah, all dude, try like, it we'll I play right now like last out. night i had a friend that was like hey bless have you used the portal and i was like yeah a lot what's up and they're like yeah like how's it working for you like it's got uh, it's not um you know it's kind of janky on our wi-fi or whatever and i'm like dude if you would ask me i would have said try this on your phone first like this yeah. is a thing that you want to test out before uh you get to their credit because i'm sure they listen to the show it was blending you said oh uh, like to their credit i think they said they do use remote play and so like for whatever thing like you know it's just acting up currently but yeah yeah this is a thing that you can test before you buy like see how work how remote play works for you right now and if it's smooth and this is something you want to get then get it but yeah like this is the this is this is something that you that you should test because I 100%. would be I think for a large amount of people this isn't going to work as well because like a large amount of people don't have the per perfect internet yeah. like I don't have the perfect internet at home and so I am getting a specific kind of experience with it and if it came down to it like of me spending two hundred dollars for um, PlayStation Portal honestly I probably wouldn't like I probably would have waited until right now Kevin's trying to work on getting me like a better internet router or Kevin something. Kevin knows a guy. Yeah, yeah, Kevin has like a Google Home thing that should help out my internet. So I would either wait for that or like wait till I move to a different place with walls that don't fucking like, you know, shut off the Wi-Fi. Like lead. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like I would wait for that before I would even consider it um, for me in my use case. But for you listening in your use case, like, yeah, like think about that because that's going to that's gonna have a, um, a heavy weight on how, you, how your re results are going to like, you know, end up. And so... I like it though. Like I'm, I'm having a good time with this thing. Janet, where are we at for you? This is the conversation last week. You know, we had the conversation ahead of time, the unboxings and stuff like that. But now that you're here a weekend, it's finally out there. Are you feeling those pangs of, ah, man, I should, or are you fine? I'm fine. I think I'd have to see, let test that remote play. Like bless said to even see how viable it is in my apartment because I don't have the best Wi-Fi either. I have the best Wi-Fi I can get, but we don't have fiber where I am. Which gotcha. Um, so it's like without fiber, it's like, what was this all for? You know what I mean? Like, I'm literally even <laughs> online. Like, I don't know how I'm talking to you now. Um, so, yeah. And I think I'm just going to honestly, you know, we have um, Portal at home myself with my Steam Deck because I could just use my Steam Deck. So I think if I, if I end up doing remote play on my Steam Deck and get heavy into that, 
at a level so deep that it then what you know what i mean yeah like, no, like, totally. i can do it so it's like uh you know that's kind of where i'm at where this isn't i mean a lot of things are easy to pass up but you know the affliction of buying gaming things you don't need um, well, it's even I for me inspired to see your Dead Island progress, though. It's like maybe I can be the person I want to be with two hundred more dollars. Well, it was the thing, too, of like, you know, using it at my desk here at work and doing it back and forth, like has been great. And yada, yada, yada. But then also, like, I was like, oh, maybe I should, you know, get a case or maybe we get two or do this whole thing. And then it was like Kevin just gave me a giant white, like ultra wide monitor or whatever. Mm-hmm. And when I put that in, you know, split screen where half of it's work and half of it's the PS5, it looks so fucking good. Or I was like, oh, okay, oh, well, yeah. I don't really need this then. <laughs> like, yeah. Now my solution is here in terms of like the monitor I had before was garbage. I couldn't see anything on it. So it's like, there's that already. But again, for what I do, whether it's, you know, watching a show with Jen or trying, you know, her wanting me to come to bed so she can settle down. It's a, it's a nice thing. And I love it. And again, I'm like, like just that that's my PS5 at home, right? Like it's not my work mm. PS5 and it's, it looks great. looks great. Fantastic. Redownloaded Kingdoms of Amalurri Reckoning. Oh you know I'm gonna God. get back into that. I gotta get back in there. Hell yeah. World's my oyster now, bless. What was that? Oh, the, the world's, world's my oyster. oyster. Yeah, thanks to the PlayStation Portal. Hell yeah, I'm happy for you. Thank you. I'm very happy. It's like one of those really weird ones of like, what a designed for Greg Miller ass device. Yeah, that's the thing is, I mean, we're talking about this during KFG this morning where I was like, I was trying to reference the VR Ghostbusters game and I yeah. was like, oh yeah, Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed. And I was like, no, actually, I think it's Rise of the Ghost Lord. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's Crushed what. It. And then like, as I was like, I was like, I looked at him, I was like, how crazy is it that we're getting these Ghostbusters games? And like, I said it without saying it of like, Greg just gets whatever he wants. Yeah. <laughs> and the fact that, yeah, we have a remote play device that is specifically made for remote plays, yeah. like specifically a feature of the PlayStation 5 that most people don't use, but Greg Miller magically does all the time. Yeah. And they made a piece of hardware for it, an expensive piece of hardware. And they did great with it. They crushed it. Four out of five. Very happy about it. It's one of those like almost depressing to think that I'm going to Chicago next week. Mm-hmm. And it's like, sure, yeah, I could pack it and yada, yada, yada. But like for the limited amount of games I need I need to play, I got to fucking pack this stupid ass Switch, mm. finish dumbass Zelda, Yuck. play more stupid Mario. You Gross. know what I mean? Blah. Game of the year. When I could be getting trophies in Dead Island. I could be playing oh more Kingdoms of Animal. I mean, reckoning. actually, Game of the game Year. Awards nominated <laughs> Dead Island, too. Don't forget, really? everybody. You know? For what? Best huh? action game. Really? Did you, did you not was, see this? Hmm. I didn't f- feel like reading through all of them. Janet, it's a flawless set of nominations across the board. I can't wait for my favorite indie, if Dave Dead the Island's Diver. There, I gotta know who else is there. Um, While you do that, Janet, I'll remind you that you can always find us, ladies and gentlemen, on patreon.com slash kindoffunny. Over on patreon.com slash kindoffunny, you, of course, can be watching the show live as we record it to get really mad when I say stupid things, just like Royal Martin is, Ryan Povala Higgins are, and, of course, X thunderstruck x is uh, we can't thank you enough for all your support on patreon of course where you get each and every episode of ps i love you xoxo ad free you get to watch all the podcast lives we record them you get 400 bonus episodes of content and counting like daily greg ways of course the next gen podcast so on and so forth but right now ladies and gentlemen you're not on patreon.com slash kind of funny so here's a word from our sponsor this episode's brought to you by BetterHelp. This time of year can be a lot, and it's natural to feel some sadness or anxiety about it. I can't even count the amount of nights I lose sleep because I just can't stop thinking. And my brain just won't stop talking. Therapy gives you a place to do that so you can get out of your negative thought cycles and find some mental and emotional peace. And it can give you the tools to find more balance in your life so you can keep supporting others without leaving yourself behind. Some of my best friends use BetterHelp and love how helpful it can be for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries it empowers you to be the best version of yourself it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma 
If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash kindoffunny today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash kindoffunny. Well, I'm making fun of other platforms. Remember when you <laughs> <laughs> the quickest end of a tots I've ever seen? Because well, I thought you were going to go to the tots. And then we just you did talking. great. You're doing great, Barrett. When, ah! Yesterday, when you um, uh, posted the video of like um, you replacing my PlayStation Five place, you're welcome. Right? By the way, I appreciate it. Actually, never I, fucking got to thank you at all. No, yeah, you know no, I very mean? much appreciate it. Thank you. Throw up the video, Barrett. That's Show him. That saved me so listen. much time. <laughs> I saved me a full ten minutes, probably. It saved you <laughs> three minutes. <laughs> I did it in three minutes. But it would have been running around like that. Yeah, I've been five to six. I would not have speed rated. I would have had a YouTube video up i would have had a screwdriver i would have been like all right let's make sure i get this thing off carefully you just tore that that thing apart and put the plates on sure did. um and i appreciate it but then i quote tweeted it and i was like oh my sea of stars progress is on that ps5 you unplugged which yeah. you claimed that it was fully it off it was already off i'm not an <laughs> idiot i know to look for the orange light there was no orange light <laughs> and i and i you know I, I believe you i guess i gotta go turn it on to see if it isn't. but i believe you um but so many of the replies to my tweet were like oh this is why you should play on an xbox oh this is why you get an xbox series x that would have been a problem if you weren't playing on playstation is that all they got? It is. Over there on Xbox? I'm like, you want me to pick up an Xbox? <laughs> you want to play, <laughs> you play Sea of Stars in my Xbox? It was on Game Pass, I think. It was on Game Pass, which is actually yeah. a really great reason. But now you got trophies, and now you can do the PlayStation yeah. Portal. And also, I can use the PlayStation Portal with my PlayStation, which is how I'm playing Sea of Stars. Crushed it. See, it yeah. all worked out. And I'm yeah. also on a PlayStation podcast. Leave me alone. Replies. See, I've had the opposite, or I'm like, this is so nice. I could go for some Star... Oh, shit. Uh, like Starfield? I'm like, yeah. oh, I, can't, oh, I can't do another run on this. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna not go yet. slum it with my backbone. <laughs> not yet until it's hacked. I'm sure something will figure out. It goes multiplayer. Yeah, why yeah, not? You'll figure it out. For now, though, let's go to topic of the show. We're holding for you, Barry. Good job. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, can you believe it has been 10 years since the PlayStation 4 was officially launched? I just felt myself age <laughs> the first time ever. Janet, where were you 10 years ago? Oh, God. <laughs> uh, was it 2013? Correct. Um, I was, um, I graduated. Oh God, really? 10 years ago? No, that can't be right. Yeah. 2013. I, it was a freshman in college. Wow. Right. Yeah. Mm. That's where I was. I was in Iowa. Mount Vernon, Iowa. Shout out. That's it. Like I actually wasn't, um, funnily enough, I wasn't playing as many games those days. I kind of had like a, a bit of a pseudo hiatus. Um, so yeah, that's what I was. I was I was getting into gaming on my on my MacBook laptop. Nice, lots Super of games Meat there. Boy on there, I played Super Meat Boy on there with just the little keypad, and I and I and I beat the game that way. So I was very proud of that's that the little proper accomplishment. Way to play that game. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's the full. That's the true experience. Um, but yeah, like I um that that's where I was at. That's the long and the short of it. I mean, okay. I can continue, but. There's other stories. Blessing, where, where were you? At yeah, years blessing, ago? where were you ten years ago? Um, I was a junior in college. Gotcha. Um, I was playing How's GTA. Possible. Yeah. I was wondering the same thing. I was like, "You're a freshman. Aren't you older than me?" Yeah, because we got 26 class of 2016 for college, right? No, you're I graduated only, class. Yeah, you're, you're only a year older than me, and, and ten years ago, I just graduated high school. I graduated class of 2015. I skipped a grade. 
in middle school. Yeah. Look at the big brain well, on bless. Big, big old brain. Wow. I'm sorry. I forgot to tell you. I'm not, I'm not one of them dum-dums. Um, You're like, oh, I'm no, sorry. You thought because I was there was fuck. like a weird like thing the between the American school system and like uh, the school system. Stop telling the truth, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> you told the story before. Um, but no, I think, but well, I mean, Janet's right though, because like you were class of 2016, I was class of 2015. Mm. Janet, you would have been a freshman yeah. earlier in the year. I'm thinking about fall 2013 when the PS4 came out. In the fall, you would have been a, a sophomore. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, fine. I am in a slightly up. different dorm playing fucking Bonnie Rizak then. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Life wasn't that different the next year, bless. I hate to break it to you, but I yeah. was doing the same shit. But I was playing, what, I was playing GTA Five on my PlayStation 3, um, you know, messing up my grades because I was too into P GTA Five. Sure. Um, I was listening to podcasts beyond, probably. Nice. Yeah, it was cold in Illinois. Yeah, mm. nice. that's the long and short of it. Cool. I was, uh, I was here in San Francisco. Uh, at this point in the year, I had been out of school, high school for five, six months. I had just met Alyssa, and we were working at Vans together. Aww. Wow. Two months later from now, we would uh, start dating. Oh, a Vans romance. Nice. <laughs> and I, of course, was working at IGN covering the PlayStation 4 and hosting Podcast Beyond. Damn. I would have been what six years into my IGN career. Damn, we would have been. <laughs> yeah, we'd be Holy two years shit. away from founding. Kind of funny. Wow. Not even, I guess, because it would. If the way math works, right, it would have been like a year and three months from founding. Uh, kind of funny, like going independent January fifth, twenty fifteen. Oh, yeah, that is how math works. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I don't. It's uncomfortable, right? I don't like it. Let me tell you, ago. when you get this old, it yeah, you just like your story. you're all have you have very different life experiences, and I'm like, nah, pretty much, pretty much same day to day, just exactly what was going. How on. How many console launches have you covered? Uh, well, I mean, like, uh, I guess PlayStation, like, PlayStation, PlayStation I guess, yeah. yeah, I got to IGN just after PS3 launched, so I didn't cover okay. that. So PS4 yeah. was my first full blown, like this is a real deal thing, and then yeah. PS5, yeah, which doesn't sound as impressive. I mean, you did the Vita, toss Vita in there, yeah, yeah, yeah of course, not the portal. But now what are we doing? <laughs> the, the, portal. Portal. <laughs> the portal, you know, the PSVR one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Move. I covered camera, Move. I was there for know, Moves like, launch. Yeah, Don't forget. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 VR. So then, Janet, for you being a Mac gamer, <laughs> a blessing. Yeah. You being a PS3 gamer. When did you get a PlayStation Four? I'll start with Bless. Uh, I got a PlayStation 4 like end of 2014, okay. I think. Either end of 2014. No, it was Christmas time. Maybe Black Friday time 2014. Okay. Because um, I remember getting, it was definitely Black Friday because I got my PS4. And then uh, I told my aunt that I wanted FIFA 15 for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and so I got that. And then it was so funny because 2014 was such a weird year for video games because I was, I was then trying to figure out what games do I want. And like the options were like shadow of mordor and dragon age inquisition it was so unexciting um far cry 4 which i got far cry 4 and i was like ah, whatever i like far cry 3 better um but i ended up playing uh, getting shadow of mordor um and that was one of the first ps4 games that i got super into in fact it was my first platinum um, which is funny because we have a thing here that we like on our doc, we have written down like what are our memories. Yeah, and Alan Martinez wrote in on Twitter actually, and we liked it so much we pulled it over to be topic of the show. I would love to hear you guys talk about your top ten PS4 games and your PS4 memories on PS I Love You XOXO one last time. This is not gonna be a lot. Sounds time. like we're shutting down kind of funny more than <laughs> this is happening. Yeah. Yeah. So like one of my big memories early on in the PS4 era was yeah, Platinum Shadow of Mordor, falling in love with that game because I remember when that game first got revealed and I was watching the trailer on IGN and I couldn't believe my eyes 
because it was showing off the nemesis system it was showing off like the um main character like doing the like stealth sections and doing like the batman like you're taking people out and then showing the combat and then doing the thing where it's like oh and the enemies remember you and oh, i remember yeah. so dope yeah and i watched that and i was like there's no way that like that's gonna happen that way it felt like watch like when we see trailers of um w uh wukong the uh like upcoming like souls soulsy action game that like everybody's going crazy for that's coming out of china like it felt like watching that where I was like, there's no way that this can happen this way. And then that game came out and got good reviews. And I'll listen to podcasts, talk about the nemesis system. I'm like, I got to play this thing. Start playing it. I'm like, this game is incredible. Um, to this day, I feel like we've kind of like forgotten about Shadow of Mortar a little bit. It doesn't come up as often. Well, in, in Shadow of War kind of like screwed it up, right? Where I yeah. think it actually did damage to the legacy because it couldn't capitalize on what that game originally had. Yeah, but I got so into the systems of that game that... I beat it and I was like, I want to keep playing it. I looked at the trophies and I went, I'm going to get every single one of these things. And it was such a fantastic time. Like that's such a rarity for me where I want to like complete every single thing in a game, but that was the one. Um, so yeah, like that was early on in my PS4 in the PS4 generation. And then yeah, 2015 happened, which 2015, man, if 2014 was whack, 2015 was the makeup because well, you had the Witcher three, you had Bloodborne, which I didn't get to until later. You had Metal Gear Solid five. Um, and like, from here, I feel like I can, I can start recapping the rest of the PS4 generation because I feel like it only got better and better because For sure. like the year after, I remember getting more into like indie games and stuff and playing Undertale and playing Life is Strange, um, even though Undertale came out and I think Life is Strange might have came out in 2015, but like I played them later on, got super into those, got super into Rocket League and then 2016 happened. I got super into Dishonored and these other things and it just kind of snowballed and from there. Um, but yeah, like I, I have such good memories with the PS4 generation sure. in terms of like, I feel like there, there was a level of quality that was hit uh, there was a stride that was hit, I think, starting in 2015 on that might be unreplicable. Um, Janet, when did you get a PS4? I got a PS4. Um, my projected guess is sometime in the fall of 2016. So I was okay. late. Um, and I don't know for sure like exactly when I got it, but I do remember the day really vividly um, because I had... So I graduated college in 2016, so it was my first year, like being a full-fledged adult like needing a job trying to find a job being like man finding a job's a lot harder than i thought it'd be <laughs> this isn't what they you said were, it would be like at all no they were like oh you get your degree and then you get a good job and i was like i have the degree where's my good job this is hard <laughs> they I fucking a, lied to me yeah i got a job um my first job teaching which i did get laid off from more on not more on that later but yeah that, that's where that one like, day you'll have more to say about story. that but yeah there's not a lot more to say about it but that, that happens like very briefly after because my it was a charter school and the school didn't have enough students enrolled and they're like oh we thought we'd have enough students but we don't so like you don't have a job anymore Bye. and i was like honestly <laughs> this job was um terrible anyway and i am kind of relieved because i was suffering but anyway before that happened i was in that sweet spot where you first get you get your job right and here's the thing <laughs> i had um a credit card with the good people at Capital One of company or whatever, right? And is everyone's first card... is everyone's first credit card Capital One? Because mine was too. That's so funny. There's like I don't give a shit. Here you go, kid. Here's credit. Know, <laughs> I had a Chase one too, but I don't know which one. I, uh, Chase is my bank, so like I had a sure. Chase credit card at one point too, which I no longer have. Rip. They were like, you don't, you you can't keep this. And I was like, you're not wrong, but like you have to take it away. Like no, you know. <laughs> so now I have my. Tried and true. We've been ride or dine with, with Capital One because I think they're the only ones that will have me at this point. But anyway, mistakes were made, right? Charged up the car. You know, I, I spent I spent quite a bit in college because I'm like, it's not, it's all good. What's one to two grand? I'm going to pay that off when I get my job. You're going to get a job? So then I got the job, right? And around and that's when Capital One was like, hey, boom, you just got a 
credit limit extension, ding, ding, ding. And I said, I saw that pop on my phone and I said, Edwin, my brother's name is Edwin. We're going to Best Buy. We're getting a PS4. So Let's that's go. what we did that day. And I, I wish I could find the photo of me next to all the stuff. And I joked that I paid off that PS4 well into the PS5's life cycle. But um, I got my first games for the PS4. I got the PS4. I got an extra controller. You know, I balled out. I got a copy of 2K so my brother could play that. Nice. So I'm like, yeah, I'm going to. We're all living today, you know? Um, <laughs> just like Jesus Christ. I don't live like this anymore. I have. I have a Marcus account, you know? I have my fucking high-yield savings thing. I paid off that card after 80 years. But anyway, I got that. I got Bloodborne because I didn't know any Souls people and didn't realize that that was a ridiculous purchase. And I got No Man's Sky. So it was not mm. a you're very... Just, you're just sitting in silence in your room. It was... <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, well. Like, everything... And obviously, I love the PS4, and I made a lot of great memories of my PS4. Uh, as we get into our list, I'll, you know, go through mine. And mine are a lot more, like vibes focus than like the best games because sure kinda, you know we're going to cover that all through, you know we'll, we'll get it all done right but like it, it is funny to think of love the ps4 good time with the ps4 but like everything about that day was a mistake like the <laughs> immediate charge was a mistake the game i think i think the 2k game was like fine you know like 2k is generally generally a fun time but that's what i did um and I don't know. Like, that's my story. And Love it. that day was still fun. Again, like, No Man's Sky didn't, I'm not going to lie, it didn't hit for me in a big way, but it was fun, like, launching from planets. And, like, it was very, it had a nice visual spectacle to it. And I got all but, like, I don't know, down the first fucking hallway of Bloodborne before I realized, I don't think I should be playing this game. And then I went on to the next thing I had. Uh, and then the rest is history. Also, whenever we want to, I do have my outdated, is it an unboxing if you've opened the box before? It still counts. I have your yeah, 20th have anniversary little, um, PS4. Exactly. I got a little unboxing if y'all would, uh, yeah, would yeah. oblige. Let's do it after. Um, I still want to tell, share my sure, memories sure. or whatever because, again, I was in such a different place for you guys, than you guys. And, you know, you bring up less of like, how many console launches have you covered? Right. And it's like, mm -hmm. well, when you really think about it, right. So the PlayStation 4, for real, in terms of like what it should be, right. Mm -hmm. PS5 was in the middle of a pandemic and quite different. And yeah. so, in terms of both. You, you can go back to when I started at IGN and, and I'll tell you stories about video game press events that were just ridiculous wastes of money and time and all of these different things, right? PS4 was a ridiculous use of money that actually made sense for content. And I haven't seen anyone, and I guess there's not many opportunities in a, in a, in a, a PR lifestyle to do this or whatever. Barrett, I put in a bunch of photos on assets. I would start with the last one if they all go the same way where it's me with all the units. Oh, so it's not uh, it, it, it none of them loaded in properly okay whatever start well you, you can just click around and i can explain it i would stay away from the midnight launch clearly and then all the boxes and then just go to what playstation did for review stuff for ps4 was flew all the different outlets in like i think two representatives because i went and scott Lowe went i went for ign and scott went for tech so i was there for the playstation team he was there for that and the idea is that they flew us to new york they put us up in a hotel and then when you got there, you had, I forget if it was the exact order of it, but based on the daylight here, I think what it was is you got there and they gave you the, your, the IGN PlayStation four, the controllers, and then the stack of games you see in front of me there. Mm. And it was like, cool, here's your review unit, your review stuff. This is what you're going to use. But through the day was set up that we were staying in this hotel. And then I forget if it was two or three floors were booked by PlayStation and all they were were demo rooms. 
So mm-hmm. it was like this E3 in a hotel just for you guys. And this is the one where you just went room to room, doing different demos, doing different things. Uh, it's hilarious that we're here talking about remote play and how no one uses it. Here is Scott Lowe playing Need for Speed and doing the Vita remote play to play with somebody who was playing on the PlayStation 4. Like somebody's playing on PlayStation 4. He was on a different PlayStation 4 remote playing it to play against people there. Like oh it's God. like that was the level of like what they were doing. And so it was this really cool. You're going there and you're getting all of these different demos from these different things. There was unreleased games. This is, if you ever heard my, my favorite, one of my favorite stories uh, about Kojima where years before Colin and I had been in line to go to the PlayStation co- conference at E3. And this is back when you actually sent the PlayStation team to the conference mm. before anybody was like, you know what? the experts should probably be here live reacting and giving criticism rather than going there and wasting all their time. And so Colin and I were waiting in line. This is when beyond was going, but it wasn't like we weren't front facing. We weren't on camera people. It was just the stuff you did. And so we were in line and Kojima was behind us and I turned and I noticed it and I was like, fuck. And he's like, what? I'm like, Kojima's behind us. And like, I'm like, we got to do it. Like, you know, I was never Mm -hmm. the guy to take a photo to do a thing, but this is Hideo Kojima. It was the first time I ever met him. And so I turned around and I'm like, Hi, and remember, it's very similar to how PlayStation conferences now, where it was a lot of press, but then it was also fans. So it was everybody's like mobbed into this giant queue together, getting in there. And turned around, introduced ourselves to his translator, this thing, blah blah. Can we get a photo? And they were like, eh, and we gave him cards, and like, oh, IGN, yeah, okay, of course, let's take a photo. We took the photo. Da, 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 da. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news. Leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Years go by, you know, this is well into up at noon. I've been doing up at noon for a year and a half now, right? Uh, for IGN. So, like, I was suddenly on the banner and I was doing the YouTube stuff and blah, 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 blah. And people had seen me do the show. And so I'm going room to room, doing the demos, interviewing people, whatever. And when we went down and we had our time book for Metal Gear, for Metal Gear Solid Ride 5, it was uh, Kojima when we walked in, his translator, and we only brought two mic packs. So I was like, okay, cool. We're going to flip the idea for the thing. I'll sit on a chair. They'll put the camera over my shoulder. We'll have uh, Kojima and his translator mic'd, and it'll just be the, I ask you, you know, what's your favorite color? And you have to say, well, my favorite color is blue because X, Y, and Z. And we yeah, put up yeah. the talking head interview, right? And so we did the whole thing. We set it all up. We sat down. And as soon as we sat down and started, I went to ask the question, and Hideo stopped and turned to his translator and said something. His translator turns back to me and goes, Mr. Kojima would like to know why we're not getting the full Greg Miller experience. And I was like, that's so fucking cool <laughs> that awesome. he's seen up at noon and he knows it's you. Well, as I live and breathe and da, 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 da. And I had explained all that to him. And he's like, oh, we'll do it another time. And that was like such a fucking formative moment for me of like, wow, I'm in a different place than I was 
four years ago, three years ago, five years ago, whatever it was when I ran into him in line at E3, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But that was what you went day by day, you went through it or whatever. Uh, you tossed up us tucking in the PlayStation to bed. Uh, this is, again, you want to talk about, like, we're just doing dumb social media content. Scott Lowe and I had done whatever final video we did for IGN that day, then took the, the PS, it's got the light on. It's clearly given off heat. We tucked it into bed to take oh this my photo God. <laughs> of us putting our child to sleep or whatever. Uh, this is also the one, if you show the one of the PS4 engraved, Again, a ridiculous waste of money, but then smart, but then weird, where they had an on site that night at the cocktail event, right? Like mm -hmm. to wind down your day, you could bring your PS4 in and they would engrave it. They had a guy there doing laser engraving of oh whatever you wanted. That's and so cool. like I did it and like, you know, I'm not getting on a high horse here or anything, but like there are Missouri J school ethics still inside of me. Mm. And so I when I did this, the first thing I did is email kind of fun or uh, IGN and be like because we didn't have Slack. That doesn't exist. Mm. Email and be like, I'm doing this. When I get my the unit I've paid for, I will give it to the company, and that will be the company's unit. This will be my unit and whatever. Mm. I had to be very public on Twitter and beyond about that, I remember, because I didn't want it to be weird that I was taking the IGN one and writing my fucking name on it. Because mm. I thought about doing IGN, but nobody would have cared. You know what I mean? Mm. And like that's now one of those things where it's like, I will always have that PS4, like that one. That one of the Spider-Man PS4 Pro, like I will never get rid of that I still have to this day or whatever. But it was like such a weird, it was a weird event to do all that and then get back to your hotel room. And it was, okay, cool. Here's the PlayStation 4 and all the launch games and like try to t test it out and do all the different things and try to break it the way we, we wanted to. And then, yeah, I'd sent you a photo of Shu. You know, this is, Shu was our, obviously already our beyond friend or whatever, but it was nice to be reunited with him. Uh, and then yesterday I put up a video that was the giant IGN unboxing of the PlayStation 4, which is mm -hmm. one of my favorite videos we ever did there where it's like 30 people unboxing it. And it was because, of course, everybody ordered a PlayStation 4 and everybody put their addresses IGN because they knew they'd be working the day of launch. Mm. And so if you throw up the one of Goldfarb, if you want to, like even before we did the unboxing, the UPS guy, we just made him put them all in the demo room. And so we just had this gigantic layout of PS4 like, yeah. from Amazon ready to go. It was just such a fun time. And I put in, yeah, I, I don't, these are my photos. We, I apparently for IGN went to a PS4 launch event that night. So since I already had mine or whatever, but it was, I have these photos of us, bopping around a GameStop or whatever. and Dude, doing This is a while because I know which GameStop this is too. Just this like is looking, Market, right? Yeah, this yeah. is like the old Market one yeah. before they had like even expanded and then shut down and all that stuff. What a and, trip. And so, yeah, back to, you know, your question about how many consoles you've covered, launch consoles you've covered, console launches you've covered. It's that, but then it's like, I don't even think they do them like this anymore, mm. right? And it was also like very much, I know this is apples and oranges and I'm not just dunking on Xbox, but it was so not this way for the Xbox One which if you remember mm, yeah. came out like half a week later and we we're like, Oh, we'll do the whole unboxing bit again. And like seven Xboxes showed up and we're like, well, okay, we won't do this. Yeah. <laughs> this is a bad look to follow it up with that. Yeah. I think, I mean, to the 10th anniversary thing, right? Like, I don't know if we'll ever see such a dominant platform like that, right? Where the PS4 comes out and that's, and then was, it, was the Wii U already out or were we still on the Wii by the time we got the, the Xbox one and the PS4? I always forget if the Wii U came a year before PS4 and Xbox. Or Must a have year been before. After. Either way, Mario Kart was 2014. Either way, right? Wii like, launched November 18th, 2012. So one 2012. year before. Yeah. So yeah, we're at like the Wii U, the Xbox One, and then you have the PS4, which is like fucking killing it. Yeah. Um, and you're coming off of in 2013 doing the whole thing where Xbox had the bad E3 showcase, or it was TV, TV, Call of Duty, and PlayStation being like here's our price and it's cheaper than the Xbox one. Here's how you can share games. You know, Shuhei hands it, the hands it over, right? It's yeah. the easiest thing. Um, you know, that's like, that was such a kickstart to it. And like, 
it didn't end of, you know, I, I go back to year after year, it's seemingly only getting better and better and better. Like one of the moments I have written down here is the run from either was it 2017 to 2020, the run of PS4 exclusives that like for me in 2017 starts with Horizon, right? But then you yeah. go forward to 2018 being God of War and Spider-Man. You jump forward being like, um, you know, Ghost of Tsushima, Lapsus Part 2, um, you know, Miles, Miles Morales is cross platform, but you get what I mean, right? Yeah, totally. Like, you know, PlayStation Studio slash PlayStation First Party firing on all cylinders and having a run that you know going back to the i don't know if it's replicable kind of thing i don't know if you're gonna have a run like that again like i think 2017 to 2020 playstation was on such a different level that i don't think they were at before as a first party and i don't it, like unless all the dominoes line up which i think they just happen to line up in this way unless all the do dominoes line up again i don't think you can re you can replicate that again a big part of that too i think on why and you're calling out like horizon and the starting it and being a part of it and ghosts you toss in there too right yeah. like you're talking about new ips from trusted developers that we didn't know even if you wanted to turn around and talk about ps5 right now and toss in Forbidden West or Spider-Man yeah. 2 or assume ghost 2 is going to be as good as the rest even if you wanted to include ragnarok right like these are all things that are known quantities. We, you, you, we knew how much we were going to like or not like those games, probably. It wasn't mm -hmm. like you're getting caught off guard, whereas like back then when it was, oh, yeah. they're not doing another infamous game. Oh, they're not doing another kill zone. They're doing these things, and they're out kicking the coverage on each one of these. Yeah, and like you go back to, you know, I said 2017, but in the E3s 2015, 2016, that's when you started getting the trailers for those games, and that it was such a, like, Oh, this Horizon game actually looks really interesting. Like, it looks really cool. The aesthetic's really awesome. I wonder if it's going to be good. And it comes yeah, out as fantastic. Yeah. You know, same thing with, um, I guess, some different thing with God of War, right? Because I think people expect God of War to be good. But do they expect it to be that Not different? Not good this way. Yeah, good <laughs> this way. Yeah, like, it's like, oh, man, Kratos is back. And it's like a different vibe for God of War. And he has a son and all that stuff. And he has feelings. <laughs> and he has feelings. But you play the game and you're like, but oh, somehow it's good. It's like, good. Like, he really wild. has feelings. And it's a one shot. And he's climbing a mountain. And he's spreading the ashes. Like, it's crazy how well that stuff came together and then yeah. yeah like we got to a point where ghost is coming out and like at that point it was kind of expected but still the thing of like well you know their previous game uh was infamous and so like are they going to be able to actually like you know deliver on that same level as a horizon or like a like, you know spider-man or whatever and they do it and like it's a run that i don't like I, I I can't believe that we're, that we're still here. Like that 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 they're able to pull it off. And yeah, now we're getting the sequels to all those things. And there was a ride in I saw weeks and weeks ago that we never got to. That was like, you know, does the does the PS5 generation feel boring by comparison? And like, you know, I don't think I, like the answer is no. But I can also understand how you feel that way because sure. it's like like you said, right? Known quantities. Known quantities. It, I mean, you can go into like when we got the PS5 and we were excited for it. Obviously, those things, but it was like the improvements the quality of life like I, yeah. I you know some of the things i wrote down here right like one of my ps4 memories right was how cool it was to be able to stream to twitch from it now it's like you know the way obs Streamlabs, elgato the way it, it is easy to stream and look better than kind of funny right is like you take it for granted but it was such a big deal of like i remember like oh my god this is how i'm gonna stream games and i did for a long time from home just through the playstation i and the weird little things in the chat like it was such a quaint cool feature to be like oh my god this is how accessible it is in the same way like one of my favorite things from the playstation 4 a memory of the playstation 4 was me and steimer starting up lego whatever one launched with it and they're mm. being able to pop trophies on each 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 other's accounts because in the old days mm. it was that you'd log in as both people but only player one was getting any trophies like that's the kind of nerdy shit i remember being like wow yeah. <laughs> this is fucking cool danny you got memories 
I wanted I wanted to unbox this. Uh, I want yeah, this. Yeah, I'm down to open oh, it. Oh, yeah. the 20th so, anniversary is the yeah. same one, man. I remember when they launched this during PSX, and we were all yeah, like, "Yeah, I sent um, a link if y'all want to talk about what this is while I try to get it open." It's weirdly heavy, so oh, hopefully yeah, it doesn't know, take me too know. long. Uh, of course, uh, Janet has the 20th anniversary uh, PlayStation 4. Uh, I will read now from a two, 2014 uh, uh, blog from Shuhei Yoshida, the man himself. Hello, PlayStation blog readers. Today is a very special moment in our history. It's been 20 years since the launch of the original PlayStation, which released in Japan on December 3rd, uh, 1994. That means next year will be the 30th anniversary if you're keeping track. Oh, my God. It seems like only yesterday. I'm so glad we can celebrate this moment together. 20 years is a long time. In 1994, many outsiders thought that Sony was slightly crazy to launch the original PlayStation into an incredibly competitive gaming market. Who could blame them? Sony was, and is, famous for engineering great electronics, audio equipment, and many other consumer devices. But game consoles? Man. Then he goes on, being shoe, talking. Is... Are we going to get a PS5 like this next year? I fucking hope so. Uh, but I don't want to go on too long because I have a big piece of news to reveal. A very special uh, 20th anniversary edition of the PlayStation 4. Wait a second. This one's got names all over it, Janet. This is worth nothing. Yeah, no, it, you can't resell it for like anything or a lot for someone who has really specific taste. So this is Isaiah's 20th anniversary PS4. They only made 12,300 of them and he has number 11510. And he took it to uh, IGN's, what do they call it? They called it House Party. Yeah. And a bunch of people signed it, including you, I think, somewhere. I have to find I see Jared that. Petty's I face. I, I see Kalila uh, as well. That's cool. Yeah, that's all Brad Yeah, I'm Jared's face there. So oh, it, it's that, Steve Butts, right Jared, and then uh, that's what the Greg Miller scratch uh, right, there, yeah, right yeah. there. Yeah. Damn. So, yeah. I was gone by this point, thing. obviously, but yeah, I, I came back for House Party because you can't keep me away from a good party. But yeah, I yeah, remember so there's, this there's announcement. That, this is still in the container. Like, why is the, the console signed, but then he like didn't open the controller, and then there's well, it's like such a weird one of like this is one I have at home too. I have I have the original box. It's actually in Jen's background now for her business calls. It used to be in uh, the work from home setup for me, and it was that idea of like I got it and I thought about not opening it, and then I was like ah, but like what mm. what why do I care? I'm not going to retire off of this one day. I, these things are meant to be enjoyed, mm -hmm. and so I busted it out. So it's got scuffs here and there on it, but I loved it so much. Again, if you're an audio listener, you don't remember like this. Star guides. This is the PlayStation Four that they made look like the PlayStation One. So it's that gray. It's got the multicolored PlayStation logo. They did the bu the buttons and all the stuff, and like it came with the camera, the controller, everything looking just like uh, the PlayStation One yeah. color scheme. I remember being jealous that I couldn't get one, and so. I, there's a there's a playstation theme that is the 20th anniversary yeah. theme and that was my theme for the longest time yeah yeah it was gorgeous and it got announced and it was so cool and then they announced yeah we're gonna do it stand uh, yeah it's a stand they announced that all right cool we're gonna they'll go for pre-sale during psx mm -hmm. and we were all so pissed because it's mm -hmm. all the hardest of the hardcore playstation fans in the convention center with terrible fucking wi-fi trying to get on this thing or whatever and then the fun thing you know in terms of like another playstation memory for me remember they're launching this on december 3rd 2014 is the announcement i guess actually that's not when it came out uh or was it well i'm, I'm reading back i'm gonna screw this up no they revealed that shuhei revealed it. whoa okay so this makes sense so it was revealed then which is right before psx then psx happened when you could pre-order and do that stuff of course if you're quick at math and and kind of funny you know dates December 3rd, 2014 is about a month before we launch Kind of Funny and leave IGN. Mm. And so I remember getting the unit at IGN. I, I, I tried to pre-order it at PSX and I couldn't get through doing the videos or whatever for it. And then kind of being like, oh man, goodbye. Mm. And I remember, you know, 
it sounds silly now as we sit in the spare bedroom and kind of funny he's been able to be so successful. Thank you so much for that, everybody. But, you know, getting out and announcing on January 5th we were gone and then emailing all my press contacts, I remember how much it meant that PlayStation was like, oh, my God, this is incredible. That's a great thing for you guys. We'll send you two of these units. We'll send you, like, so you have your own or whatever. Oh, hell like, yeah. oh man. Like, that was so, like, cool. okay, people understand what we're doing because, you know, on my side of the equation, right, like, there was only once where I ever doubted what we were doing. There was only one moment where I doubted we were making the right decision. And it was, it's funny because what it was is that it must've been probably December, maybe end of November, somewhere in there. And I remember I used to, the way I sat in the IGN uh, editorial room at this point was me, Nick across from me. And then to my right was Tim. And then I think it would have been Colin to the left and, you know, uh, Destin. Maybe, no, Naomi was over there. doesn't matter. But like, I'm surrounded by it. But Fran came by and he's like, all right, man, it's a done deal. And I was like, what's that? And he's like, all right, it's official. Like we're hiring Max. Like Max is going to come in and he'll take over all the stuff and do, and I'm like, oh, that's, that's amazing. Da, da, da. Mm -hmm. And as soon as he walked away, I turned to Tim and I was like, are we making the right decision? <laughs> and he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, are we making the right decision? Like, I, I know I'm the one who's always telling you guys we're doing the right thing. He's like, for kind of funny. He's like, no, we're fine. It's great. But it was mm -hmm. like that one moment of like, oh, right. The world's going to move on. Like it's officially yeah. going to move on and we're there. And it's like too late now. If I was to take it back, which I never would, obviously I'd be screwing up somebody else's life or would I be able to? And yada, yada, yada. It was that moment of closing. And so like, that was the one time I doubted it, but I also mm. was very prepared for no one to understand it. Again, funny as you look around with mid max or easy allies or any of your favorite YouTube podcasters, right? Like different world now, but back then I'm like, how is Nintendo going to understand that we have a smaller audience, but still matter and yada, yada, yada. And they mm. did. And it was a cool thing that PlayStation was so on board with it for a PlayStation four memory. Hell yeah. Danny, you said that was number 11,500 or something like that. Let's see. It was. It was. Because like, it sounds like he was cutting it kind of close. Eleven five ten. Yeah, Eleven five. He was cutting it close. Damn. You know. Those are just you know, randomly Isaiah. sent out. You know. Fucking slacker. Not yeah, that. but like. Yeah, they're probably randomly sent out. I mean, I don't know. I guess I don't really know how that shakes out if they. I guess it doesn't really matter. Like, I don't. I don't know. I'm sure it would be cool to be like one or. Something, yeah. If you had zero 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 yeah. one. Well, I'm yeah. saying like the, whoever got like number twelve thousand or whatever is like the final number. It's like. Eleven nine nine nine. Thank 12, God. <laughs> twelve three hundred. So like it's definitely like it's limited, but not like you know. There's been more limited. Yeah. Levels consoles, but you know, a, a cool little thing, and you know we have our, um, a bunch of the consoles actually in the living room. Like we have like one of those little bookshelves where they kind of stack from like you know one onward and what i don't god i don't know how we're gonna put the five in there when the six comes out but we'll figure that out later when the time comes um for me the ps4 you know entering in late also was like me entering into my like gaming renaissance era like i had a few splurges here and there or like or, or bursts of like activity in terms of like playing games where i, I you know i had my ps3 in my dorm for a long time and i got some like multiplayer games like i got like a soul caliber and a blur and we had moments here and there and i got like my 3ds xl so you know i was kind of di dipping back into the gaming well and as i started to do content do podcasts like do some articles i'm like okay cool like what's what console am I going to buy? I did end up getting um, um, a one and a PS4. I don't know how, what order exactly I got them in, but I, I remember getting my PS4 again, getting all those titles that didn't end up shaking out. But the other thing is I, you know, I've told this story before because I've done a lot of PlayStation coverage throughout my career, like besides like the IGN, like beyond stuff, yeah. stuff here. Like I did uh, PlayStation lifestyle for, I don't know, like six, nine months, yeah, a good chunk of months. I was only full-time freelancing for nine months. Um, and a good chunk of that was working at PlayStation Lifestyle, where, of course, I was dipping into, like, all things PlayStation, playing as many games for review as possible. 
I got my PSVR used in part to be able to get all of the VR reviews. I was like, well, who else has the headset? And I was like, if I review enough of these, this headset will pay for itself. Guess what? I didn't, because when you don't make very much, it takes a long time to make one or two hundred dollars. <laughs> so <laughs> didn't actually make it there, but you can read my Creed VR review, I think still to this day on PlayStation Lifestyle. But so it's it was interesting like hitting up also a lot of rando titles like throughout the time with with ps4 but also you know i think for me living in a kind of having like a more normative like you know nowadays we like keep up with everything right like we're playing everything we're playing shit before it comes out but back then that wasn't the case for me and i had missed a good amount of stuff so you know like one of my titles for like if we think of top 10 or top 10 memories however you want to slice it you know i put in we're sick of these now but last of us remastered that's like you know that is how i played that game yeah. Um, and I didn't beat it until like shortly before even the first, the next one came out just because I kept, kept restarting it and then the file saved got corrupted and then I restarted it again. There's like, I still had games many times, but you know, playing that, you know, again, the drama that was me playing the Uncharted collection was through the PS4 and it was the, the fun of having these, um, collections that were all on you know one disc or one bundle and kind of feeling like, well, I already got it. So like, let me, let me dig in on this franchise and, and see what's up. Um, yeah, and, you know, of course, the list goes on. Abzu being, like, a, a memorable title for me and my experience with the PS4. And then, of course, like, hitting up the VR stuff, you know? Oh, Again, yeah. drama aside, because people don't, people don't tend to, like, you know, how much it's loved or not loved or whatever, but I, I did really enjoy my time with, with PSVR and dipping into that market and playing Astro Rescue Mission and making everyone in the house try to play it and, you know, checking out Tetris Effect and, you know, a lot of those titles. Um, and then, yeah, just, like, I have a lot of, I guess, coverage memories. Like my, the PS4 for me on a personal level is the fulcrum between like gaming for fun and gaming for career. And it kind of like perfectly sliced in that transitional period for me of, you know, I remember seeing the Horizon, um, you know, Zero Dawn footage at E3 and covering it and not fucking getting the name right because I thought the name was really bad. And it kind of, kind of is, but you know, whatever, right? I was like (laughs) talking about that and, and thinking about, okay, well, like, you know if you get a ps4 like what are you gonna get and like what's the like the hot titles and it's funny because you know blessing you couched it as like around that 2015 2016 era it was really like when things started to kick off and when i was you know talking to isaiah prior to this i was like oh yeah like i came to the ps4 like super late he's like you weren't that late like you're like you know stuff shit was just getting going i'm like what's every console gen right like the early the worst time to get in is technically day one but it's also a really fun time to get in which is why i like doing it now in the modern era and a lot of the audience you know also enjoys the the spectacle that is that day one release you know it may not be what it used to be but it's still like if you're there it's meaningful and even if you're not there the day you get it might be distinct for you and because you built it up in your head and you planned it out or you fucking got an extension on your credit line and just did it (laughs) one day but either way you remember it you know it's that thing where i think if we look back at any console for any of us right like Granted, we're all going to get old. We're all going to keep buying. I'm already there, but you'll you'll get older. Mm -hmm. We'll keep buying things. But I still think there is such a special moment of when you get to PlayStation, whatever number, the next Xbox, the next Switch of like having that box in your hand. Like I've Mm -hmm. never lost that of like the thing I've dreamed about and read about and talked about and, you know, professionally previewed and all these other things, having it. And then, then that 
steady thing I think all the time of like when I look at the PlayStation 5 now on the show, on my entertainment center I'm like oh man I remember what a build up it was to get you you know mm-hmm. what I mean I remember my PS2 saving all that money all that summer this PS4 how are we going to get it from New York all these things like the build up to get to those moments and then they just become like you know how much iPhones used to be cool to get and I was like oh, whatever it's just my phone yeah yeah, I mean, to the qu- question, right? Like, one I was going to say, things, we got to run through our top 10s here real quick. Yeah, for my top 10, right? Like, to rattle it off. So, like, I have honorable mentions being God of War, Spider-Man, and Ghost of Tsushima. Wow, they didn't make it! Yeah, it's because it's because it's a competitive top 10 when yeah, I think about, I like, the things I loved on the PS4, right? So, like, at number 10, I got Nier Automata. Above that, I have Apex Legends. Uh, above nice. that, at number 8, I got Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. At number 7, I got Metal Gear Solid Five. At number 6, I got Last of Us Part Two. At number 5, I got Final Fantasy VII Remake. At number 4, I got Bloodborne. Mm. At number three i got persona 5 royal at number two i got overwatch and number one i got undertale yeah for me that really does like make up um like i think my favorite and my favorite memories of the ps4 right like my first time playing undertale was like such an experience and it's that weird thing too where i honestly this is a list that came together right before we sat down to do do this show um it's it's a change i bet day to day yeah but like i think celeste is probably in there but i played celeste on switch and so i associate it with with switch i forget if celeste even came to playstation day and date um undertale i also played on pc so i don't know why it's here but like i think i still just view that i i replayed it i on, also put on, a pc game on mine that yeah, i'm like you could have played this I, well i did play undertale twice i played it originally on pc and then i played it on playstation and got the platinum on playstation and so like i think that's why i actually and there. that was like a big moment too when undertale got announced for ps4 i think it was yeah. like the it came, came to vita also yeah and it was like the pre-show of the game awards i remember yeah and it was a really cool thing um but yeah like for me yeah i looked through through uh, through the list and like one of the ones that really sticks out to me of like um man how good of a console this was or how good of a time it was is Metal Gear Solid 5 like I every time I think about my time playing that game I get nostalgic yeah uh and it kind of goes back to <laughs> Janet mentioning like being laid off as a teacher like for me I was in a similar place of I graduated college in 2015 I had I was looking for a job couldn't find a job um got a temporary job um <laughs> selling direct tv nice. in Sam's Club hated it oh my god yeah i, I feel so bad for you it was the like worst the cat job calling ever these people, hey, where, what are yeah. you, your cable provider and like if you know me that is not a job i should be doing like i am the worst at like talk trying to talk to somebody who i don't know and like they're coming in and they're tr- they're doing something else i hate bothering they're here people. to get a crate of butter but you're yeah. trying to sell them direct tv <laughs> and so like i my job is to stop people be like hey do you want direct tv and this is 20, 2015 where everybody's canceling their direct tv nobody's trying to get new direct tv uh and so <laughs> i didn't sell one direct tv package i got fired oh, no. <laughs> yeah no, i got fired so and it was like right when mgs5 came out and so i came home and i was like I'm just going to spend the next week just playing MGS5. Nice. Like, no laughing it, just, like, playing MGS5, doing nothing else. Uh, and it was, like, the most, like, comforting experience because I, I felt so depressed after losing that job. Um, and MGS5 was there for me. And so, yeah, shout out oh, to yeah. that. There uh, no one else is there. My list, because I like just rattling them off. And, again, I think it would change so much moment to moment, right? Uh, I put for honorable mentions Moss. Of course, PlayStation VR game I loved. Song of the Deep. A game mm. that, like, mm, ins- of course, Insomniac's yeah. weird GameStop digital game. Fuck like, yeah, that was a good game. I still have the. Game. I have the. Is, is that an indie game? Don't, don't <laughs> get me started. It looks don't like an indie game. Don't get me fucking started. <laughs> Apparently, everything's an indie game. Uh, but yeah, and then they were the one who did way too much merch. But one of the things they did was a not a, a like young adult novelization of it, like on this very f- like not fancy paper. That sounds weird, but like 
a worn paper that I have kept. And I, I read mm. to Benjamin when he was in inside Jen, when he was in the womb, like it was mm. Jen thought it was cute if I did it. And so I've kept it on his bookshelf because right now he just wants picture books and board books. Mm. But one day I do want to read through that because I love Marin's story so much. And then I put Concrete Genie on here. Uh, then just mm. to piss people off, I also put Avengers, which of course I played a lot of, but it, I was more <laughs> to get you there. Uh, for my top 10, which I think would change any day of the week. 10, I put Monster Hunter World. So much, so much played there. Me, Kevin, Xavier Woods, Scott Lowe, uh, Jen, like hundreds of hours of Monster Hunter World. Like, I can't wait for the next one. I put Control at number nine. The game that caught me off guard. How much? I, I mean, I love Remedy, but it was so good. Eight, I put Ghost of Tsushima. Seven, I put Everybody's Golf. You want to talk about a modern, like, touchstone memory of, like, I remember when we got Everybody's Golf, starting it, making my character in, in the first 15 minutes. And this is at the old studio. And I remember putting on the controller and my eyes filled with tears because I was like, they've done exactly what I wanted. Yeah. <laughs> like they, <laughs> they have done, they've made the PlayStation 4 version of the, the PSP games I love so much. Number six, I put Last of Us Part 2. Number five, I put The Division and The Division 2. I just tossed them in there together, right? Uh, number four, I put Marvel Spider-Man. Number three, I put Metal Gear Solid 5. Hell yeah. Number two, I put Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Which caught me by surprise. Interesting. But in the portal, like again, when I'm like, "What should I play in the portal?" I see, I see Odyssey there. I'm like, "I do have." I think I didn't finish two of the DLC episodes. There's stuff for me to go back and do. Yada yada. And then number one, I put, of course, God of War 2018. Jana, oh, yes. what's on your list of top ten PS4 games? Um, I did mine funky. I kind of went with funky. the vibes. So nice. I'm like, I don't because it's like what? Because again, even like. Right, what would I actually put? Last of Us 2, God yeah. of War 2018? Like, who gives a fuck? You know what I mean? Like, I, y'all have heard me say that so many times. Fucking smatter Greg and blesses us together, and it's, like, the same fucking shit that I probably would say, right? So mine's, like, what do I feel like encapsulates my PS4, like, experience with, like, a mix of, like, shit I fuck with? So I put Last of Us Remastered, Final Fantasy VII Remake, because, again, the Are you starting the further- from 10 or 1? I'm starting from from one, I guess. Okay. Why not? And I, I didn't order them. Oh, <laughs> like, okay. Final Fantasy VII Remake. Um, this is a game that the further I get from it, the more I appreciate the combat. And I always knew the combat was fire, but the story irked me so much that it kind of undercut how much I liked the combat. But I, I just lived in that world because I worked on the guide for work. So I like spent a lot of time in that game. And I like went hard on the demo, too, and like kind of wrote a thing for that and mem- like i i like lived in that world really heavily in a way that the the longer the more time passes the more i feel like that was kind of a key like ps4 memory for me and also sort of colors my excitement as we like move forward in the ps5 era um dreams because i'm a dream stan and i had like a fuck ton of fun playing that game sure. um i have like really great and vivid memories playing the ps4 specifically in the like apartment that me and isaiah shared in um like in the bay area where we had like this upstairs downstairs and it was like kind of dark in there and like it was like my first time like living with him or like living with anyone i had like dated and like it was just like a whole like kind of like an era and a vibe and it was a lot of sometimes it would be you know games i was playing for work and sometimes it'd be games i just like never got around to like you know finishing last of us and just be able to have like that casual filter in out like it was just such a vibe you know the cats on the stairs like it was a good time um and i was like holy shit this campaign's so good i wish more people played dreams forever uh fair fair you know astro about rescue missions in there at my four that doesn't matter because it's not really numbered five re2 remake this shit is like the fucking pinnacle of survival horror all day every day six ways to sunday fuck what you heard like i love this <laughs> game so much um what you I heard is RE4 remake is better. And I don't know. I haven't finished it, to be honest. So I'll let you know. But um, definitely like a, a vibey game as well that like I talked about a lot uh, when it came out. Uh, number six, Blessing will appreciate this. Problematic fave, Detroit Become Human. 
Yeah. Like, I was, you know, it's like, listen, a, like, sure, crucify me, <laughs> go for it. <laughs> yeah, but I enjoyed yeah. the, my time with Detroit Become Human. Exactly. Why are you booing me? I kind of know why. But like, you know, same. I actually, I, I picked this out too because I was digging through Facebook looking for literal memories. And one of the things I wrote, uh, June 13, 2016, I was writing for a site called Big Cultures at the time. And I don't even know if I if I wrote the, I assume I wrote this article or maybe just I just shared it because it was like shit we wrote and it was like the Detroit Become Human trailer for PS4 and I like quote posted it and said I have to buy a PS4 now super pumped about this game and I'm not gonna lie when I played it at the time I didn't ask as many questions as I would ask today <laughs> but like, I think that game while the story stuff gets really funky like what the, the social messaging is a lot uh, and very you know binary in a way i think is very limiting with that being said it's a very beautifully like rendered game i think the score is fantastic where they have fucking different composers for each of the three characters um the choices in there left me aghast it's a fun it's a fun game to play it is a well designed like the narrative design of that game is good as fuck like looking at that that tree and how it branches out like you know i don't know like i again that's why it's problematic fave because it's like Again, me and blessings. We haven't done it yet. Our post mortem playthrough. I'm so down for a replay through. Like we're gonna do it one day, and it's gonna be dope. So yeah, to try to become human is definitely. And and I think also too. Again, regardless of how you feel about the game at the time, now, whatever, it was a heavily like it was one of the staples of like PS4 for sure. Beats. So um, that is also why it's in there as well. Uncharted collection. I still need to play the fucking Lost Legacy. Uh, that, I'm working on that next. Excited to get around to it. Abzu, um, it's gonna break my heart though when you don't like it. Lost Legacy, Jane is gonna like more than all the other ones. I believe, I hope so. I'm gonna like Lost Legacy. It's not gonna be her favorite game because it's literally the same gameplay as four, but like, I think you'll appreciate the characters more. I liked four, four was just a little, a little long. And Lost Legacy, good length. That's the thing because like four kind of has the problem that like Last of Us 2 has, and I love Last of Us 2, and I'm not gonna lie, of course, I love Last of Us 2 like way more than Uncharted 4 just because I like Last of Us 2 like a lot. Um, but you know, where it's like, it's like, it's going, it's going, and then it's still going. And it's not even that it's bad. Like what you get is good shit, but it's like, damn, there's more. Like, I don't have any room on the plate. Like I should not have taken all those mashed potatoes. You know what I mean? Like that's what playing Last of Us 2 and Uncharted 4 is like for me. Um, Abzu, when I want to vibe, I play Abzu. Uh, it's my journey of the sea. <laughs> my journey Tetris of the effect. sea. Yeah. Tetris effect. It's fucking Tetris in VR. It's awesome. Love it. And then uh, the game that I didn't really play on PS4, but I could have, Metro Exodus. This is the game I try to sell to everybody who will listen slightly. And almost no one buys, which I'm kind of offended by. Can y'all please play Metro Exodus? It is such a good game. It is very much not really a me game in the fact that it is like a first-person shooter, essentially. But the narrative is is really strong. Is it a shooter or is it an RPG like Fallout? It's a shooter. Okay. I would categorize. I can't remember anymore. I remember I, I didn't like it for some reason, but I couldn't remember why. Mm-hmm. I do not remember if it has any RPG elements even in it. Someone check and correct me. It's been a. It's been many, many, many years since I played as Arthiom wandering the fucking streets, the radioactive wasteland, and you're fucking hanging out and you're doing shit. And it's a little scary, a little scary, but it's not too scary. You can play it. You'll be fine. It's really good. I liked it a lot. Now and I don't it- know. For all I know, maybe I'm tripping. I'd replay it and be like, this. This shit doesn't hit as hard as it did at the time. At the time, this was my entire personality okay so there you go hell yeah <laughs> thank you playstation 4 
Congratulations on 10 years. We'll have the salute. The, Rest in peace. The, well, and then yeah, we put it yeah. off into like a boat into the water with like candles and shit. Well, frankly, now I'm just excited about a 30th anniversary of PS5 next year. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, like, it was like, like, oh, damn, that's actually mean, a really good idea. Do you think they're still going to be on like an... You, do we think we'll see something like that? I think plates. I do. Yeah, I think they will. But, I think they will. I'll say oh, the PS... plates yeah. again? I think it'll be plates. The top... Yeah, the top pops off, doesn't it? Yeah, the PS5 Slim has plates. They're not the same. Yeah, they're different sure. plates, but yeah, yeah. like they're, they yeah, have because they're, they're doing the the most recent colors. They're, yeah, they're the doing, earth tones. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> whatever yeah. they're called. That's right, okay, that's so right, they do yeah. have like an already announced like yeah, they yeah. announced it. Slim plates. Okay, yeah. Speaking of announcements, Greg Way, blessing. Before we get out of here, talk to me about this week in PlayStation and the one big story. Yeah, we only got one here. Um, this is come. This comes from Paul Tassie at Forbes. We might have the actress who's going to play Abby in the Last of Us Part Two or Last of Us. HBO show season two. Um, this report is pulled from Jeff Schneider, uh, who works for, or who's just an industry insider. Um, and they say that actress, Caitlin Dever, who I still haven't checked to see if I'm saying her name correctly. Um, but I know her okay, from, I'm the worst at names. That's clearly Qu Caitlin Dever. Caitlin Dever. Cause it's I mean, just never with a D though. So Dever. Could it not be Dever? No, could no? be impossible. Okay. Well, Caitlin Dever. Dever. Um, in Paul's article, he says, what is the argument for Devers casting outside of this report? Uh, she has a similar complexion to Abby. Uh, she's one of the few people. Uh, well, this was the big rumor when they announced the show that everybody's like, oh, she should be Ellie. Yeah, because she's obviously looking at her. Like, that's, this, that's an Ellie this is Ellie. Right this is, yeah. They just pulled it, pull it a screenshot from the video. But now she's <laughs> just chowing down on chicken breasts and doing yeah, push-ups. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, Craig Mazin follows her on Instagram. She's one of the few uh, dozen people that he follows. Um, she's already familiar with those working on the show because she did, uh, she did read for Ellie and auditioned for Ellie, but um, Bella Ramsey ended up getting that role. Um, she's 26 years old, uh, but she looks younger, and Abby in the game is in her early 20s. 20s and then while she does not have abby size uh she is bigger than bella ramsey who is a tiny person and again yeah, paul no, tassie no. writes that but like you look up their heights they're like a, an inch apart in terms of height so i don't know what what paul tassie means by this but um there you go there's maybe, their potential maybe, candidate maybe he didn't do the research you know everybody knows paul tassie doesn't read <laughs> <laughs> we love you paul <laughs> she's great I've seen her in a bunch of stuff, right? I've seen her in uh, Booksmart. I saw her in that movie with uh, George Clooney and Julia Roberts. Like, she, I, I like her when I see her in. You might I think have seen her in Uncharted 4, Greg. Think about it. I saw her in Uncharted 4? Yeah. Think I'm not going to say what character because people get mad. No at shit, that was her? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Wowie zowie hot that from dog. Yeah, well, no right? wonder she's going to be this in the show then. We All right. Janet, are you excited about it? I'm, I'm the possibility. I don't, I don't like. I, I just don't keep up with like who anybody like. I don't keep up with like actors and actresses closely enough to have like a, a, a you know a horse in this race. But um, I'm just excited for like the new season, especially yeah. for people. Um, you know, Last of Us is that unique thing where you'll have like people that of course are fans of the video game franchise, and then people that are just watching it as a show. And I really enjoy that contrast, just from like a fan perspective of like getting kind of two different perspective so i'll be interested to see how how they how they do it and then how people react to whatever they end up doing like i just it's gonna be a fun time i'm surprised they're not casting pedro pascal because <laughs> they, they cast that man in everything 
Ladies and gentlemen, more this people has been Hollywood. another episode Pedro of PSI Pascal. Love You XOXO, your PlayStation <laughs> podcast. Remember, you can head over to patreon.com slash kindoffunny to get each and every episode ad-free to watch us live as we recorded, to watch all the other podcasts live as we record them, ad-free on demand, an MP3, a YouTube video, you name it. Plus, you get more than 400 episodes of exclusive content all on patreon.com slash kindoffunny. Uh, if you have no bucks tossed away, no big deal. YouTube.com slash games and podcast services around the globe each and every week for a brand spanking new episode until next time it's been our pleasure to serve you